Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Tonight, Panorama focuses on the terrace gangs who follow one small second division club, Millwall, in London's Dockland. And that is involved, including in our film, language you don't usually hear on television. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Well, hello, 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 dear listener. Welcome to Achtung Millwall 54, part two. There's going to be no show for you this weekend, unfortunately, my dear listeners. I am away on holiday in Menorca, so you'll have to pass on any uh, comment on the Mill Gamer crew. But I thought I'd like to bring you this little selection of bits and pieces recorded last week at Bromley in the hope that it will be a little tidbit, a mere nibble, to set your Mill juices flowing. So here it is, Bromley versus Gateshead, starring Don Bone, Derek King, Paul Turner, and yours truly, Nicholas Hart. Enjoy. So I'm going to call this section of the show Achtung Bromley, I suppose, would be a good, a good title for it. Uh, the boys and I have come into Bromley FC. I'm standing with the Butterfly Collector. It's quite an interesting experience so far, isn't it? It is. Apparently it's Bromley. Brom- Bromley. <laughs> um, it's all it's very non-rig. I think the frightening thing to say just at the very start of this little piece is that Bromley are within two divisions of Millwall. And we're standing in a very non-league ground. It's quite nice. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking it. It's a nice bar. It's got passes for a burger. Um, it's the best burger the microwave can produce over in the bar there. But it's, it's all very pleasant. Um, John Fiorini stand is opposite me. Uh, Dean Wilson, also Millwall-related uh, contractor. Advertising in the place. But we are two leagues away from where we are right now, dear listeners, and this is scaring me. This is scaring me. In a, in a, in a Wicker Man, Village of the Dam kind of way, it's scaring me. Well, you know what? We, we're, we're getting a look at the future here, Nick. Um, and, you know, the future's bright. Big lumps, lumping it up. Into the channels, that's a good ball. 
It's Bromley versus Gates. I should just explain. I've done a very poor lead into this little piece, but we're, we've, we've um, hung on after our round table. We're going to watch the Bromley versus Gateshead game. Um, had a few beers, so uh, excuse any slurring or uh, nonsense that we might come out with. Um, but purely on the curiosity factor, it's quite interesting to see non-league football. These are once would have been called the conference, the Vauxhall Conference in the past, Vanarama National League, I think, at the moment. Adi Fusini is playing at number four. Adi Fusini of Ex-Millwall fame. And I think, is that, is that Ben May? Ben May's on the bench. Ben May's on the bench. I don't know if he's made the bench today. So for anybody who's never been to the Bromley ground, it's, uh, it's quite a rural setting. There's horses outside, there's green trees and bushes. Um, some really nice facilities here, actually, in all fairness. Five-a-side pitches we've just walked past on, on where we recorded the show. Um, quite a nice little setup. The ground itself has one stand over on the far side from where we're standing. There's like a play centre, play zone for kids, I presume on weekdays to come in. Um, it's all very pleasant. It's extremely small scale. Plenty of youngsters though, Plenty which is um, kids getting excited by the yeah. football, which is good. There isn't a way following for Gateshead, I believe. I think that's called a firm down there, Peter, I think, isn't it? That, behind that goal down there? In the bar drinking the... Uh, is that a firm? It's a tidy mob. A tidy little tidy mob. Achtung, Mehlball. So no, no goals so far. It's probably about 12 minutes into the game, I'd say. Uh, Gates said in a, in a claret and blue turnout, which is never good to see. Never good to see. Bromley in white and black. I'm taking a piss, like, and I'm aware of my tone. It is, it is very small scale. Anyone who's ever been to Bromley in the past knows that it's um, very basic terraced ground. There's, there's cover of sorts at both ends. Um, the Bromley end, they have segregation for these games. So there's a Bromley end, which is what you might call the uh, Hayes Village end, I suppose. The opposite end is what I would call the Bromley South end, and that's, that's for the Gateshead fans, who we can see by facially from this distance. I'm just thinking, I, I did a show about a year ago where I went to Ebbsfleet and Ben May was playing for Ebbsfleet at the time. So I, I feel like Ben May's stalker, actually. But he's apparently on the bench today at Bromley. So what's the crowd here? I reckon there's probably 1,500 in here, I reckon. Easily. It's, it's, it, the, the terracing is about 10 steps deep. Um, and it's reasonably full. Um, Fiorini stands full up. The Bromley end is three quarters full. There's probably about 1,500 or so, which is not a bad little showing for a club who's, who's playing at the highest level they've ever, ever achieved. That's a nice ball forward over the top there. The 11's just come inside. Probably oh! Show over the top of the goal. It's probably the first chance we've seen since the start of the game. About 20 minutes coming up on the clock. Um, what do we make of non-league football so far? Well, it's, it's not been a hugely entertaining game so far, in all fairness, but equally we've seen a lot worse down Millwall this season, so um, who are we to, to judge? Um, that was a nice effort there from the, the Bromley 11, just over the top of the crossbar. Fusini's going to take the free kick. <laughs> Seems to be running the midfield show for him so far, Paul, doesn't he? Yeah, you seen? Yeah, he's, he's not looking uh, too badly. No, no, he's he's actually playing quite well. Better than I remember him playing. I, 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 I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Full ball floated in. It's too oh. close to the goalkeeper. The yeah. Head of the on rushing forward, so no no chance there. 
that's the that's the Bromley Ultras in full voice there, listeners. Bromley, they're not allowed any pyrotechnics. I noticed when I was having a wee. Um, there's a notice in there, not not allowing pyrotechnics, so they can't. I read flares to uh, mean trousers. I wasn't. Achtung, Millwall. I've got a question for you, Ed. An article I'm writing for the magazine. If, if Millwall died. What would you do if we went out of business, like, as in um, Hereth style, you know, where we disappear? Weighed up what I would do. Um, I personally wouldn't follow any kind of AFC Millwall restart. Would you? What would you do in that situation? I can't imagine I ever would. No, I can't. I just can't. I, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't do it, but I just can't imagine that I would no. do it. It'd just be on me to think that. If it went, it, it, it'd go, Nick, and that'd be it. There's nothing else. I can't else. imagine taking up this kind of thing either. I can't no. imagine doing this on a fortnightly basis, can you? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm no. not looking at it, but no. it's pleasant enough. This, this is, you, you look around here now, the, the people that... It's the lost and the lonely, mate, isn't it? Yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> they've, they've done it all their, all their lives, haven't they? So they don't know any different, do they? I think what I'm missing, and I, 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 I don't know if this is a particularly Millwall thing to, to miss, but there's no energy or drive behind this. There's no fire in the belly here, is there? There's no one actually digging out the referee for decisions. There's, there's no, uh, Not yet, kids. anyway. Yeah. I know there's kids here, so we can't, we can't go too far, but um, maybe that's it. I, it there, there, is, there is no one not worrying about the consequences of what they're about to do. No. It's, de it's, it's definitely um, not the same... I know it's not the same level, obviously it's not the same level, but the... The people watching it are not the same. Not the same, no. no. Not the same. <laughs> and I'm not not the, same. the same, listeners. Not the same. No, I don't mean dis that disparagingly. No, that they're like no, no, four-headed freaks or something. They're not the same. Quite pleasant, the mindset's uh, not the same. You know, yeah. and I, I'm double knock it. You could, you can imagine that those that uh, little mob of Gateshead fans up there could quite happily walk round in there and yeah. just, just start talking to them. Yeah, that's and right. How they think the game's going. And, uh, There's no uh, need for soft policing. Where's, where's Gateshead and all that sort of thing? Don't you speak funny and all that sort of thing? Just like it used to be at Coldblow Lane. Yeah, yeah. I still think Ali Fusini should come back to Millwall. He's, he's not looking too bad. Yes, he's not looking too bad so far. There's Bromley on the attack now. There's a little cross into the box. There's a hit the crossbar. Unlucky. It's false to Fusini. No, it's not Fusini. Sorry, it's number 11. who's Cook, I think. Um, it's Fusini. He's uh, they're unlucky there actually. The, the, the check back, the winger looks, looks quite handy. There's a little cross into the box. He's headed up and over the bar. It's offside, it's an offside in there. That's um, 27 minutes roughly. I think I find watching it though, because we've got no uh, real allegiance, no. it don't matter so much, does it? So nowhere near as critical. It's no allegiance, you have no. Uh, critical of it. You can applaud good play, nice you know. Ball, <laughs> knocking it about, mate, look. They passed it quite well. I can't get past the fact that we're only two leagues away from this, listeners. I can't. It's doing my head in. At least it stopped raining, listeners. It stopped not raining. It was, it was a bit drizzly earlier on. I had visions of standing in the rain all afternoon. I might not have made that. I might have gone back into the bar. I was just trying to think the last non-Millwall game that I ever went to watch. Um, I think I'm at Welling in my head at the moment. I'm so Welling versus someone. Going back about 20 years, what was the last one you... Uh, Non-league? It, it was in the 1970s. 1970s? Non-Millwall game. It's the only other... It's the only non-Millwall game. This is the second one, second time I've not I've seen a game that's not involved Millwall. And the other one was at the old den, and it was the Leverhead versus Ilford game. Yeah. yeah. How about that? <laughs> 
and I'm seeing my third one actually on Tuesday night. It's getting to be a habit now. So I'm going to Wembley. It's the England play Switzerland, and that's the first time in my life I've, I've, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ticking loads well, of boxes this week, mate. You're forgiven that one. I'm not sure we're forgiven this one. Achtung, Mailball. I'm going I'm to share something with you boys. I've just been to have, have a wee over in the toilets. Did you wash your hands? I did, I did. And yeah, what they, you might now. Where is it at the den? with your clothing. <laughs> where is it at the hey, den? It's fiddle. like walking into um, an Auschwitz-style gas chamber yeah. of cigarette smoke. Over there it's quite pleasant. They've actually got a little, um, like a little oil, a uh, little tumble of oil with, with sticks in it, like my missus might put in now. <laughs> <laughs> Would you get away with that at the den? Yeah, I can't sticks. imagine having little, well, little oil sticks mate, in the Josh toilet papers are luxury at the den. <laughs> I would, it would it's actually true. Is a question. Would anyone ever have a shit at the den unless they really, really no. were desperate? Oh, I can't. Oh, I'd be no. in the most desperate mate, of circumstances. Mate, <laughs> I have to, it, has, it has to be my own. That's call. a shot on goal there from the gate said it's um, about 40 minutes into the game. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different world, this, this is a different world down here, I've got to say. But get used to it, we'll be here in two years' time. <laughs> But that's what I was just saying to Don. It's actually this isn't that far away, you know, no. in, in league terms. This is two right. leagues below. Can I can I just say the first half against Chesterfield? This isn't far off what that was. This is better terms. football. Yeah, uh, this probably have not looked too bad aside. No, no, they've normally just they've created chart, put it this way, they've created more chances in half a game here. Well, I've hit the bar. I'm taking the piss because it's a nervous taking the piss because I actually see that we could quite easily, in playing terms, fit into this. Look, it could happen next season. It could happen next season. This could... and we could get relegated. Nah, I mean, we, we did joke about that in the summer at Bromley. I was joking about that with the people down here that all it needed was another, the same as last season. You know, one relegation, one promotion. They'd be playing in League Two together. Little we'll move now from Bromley's Goldberg, the, the number 10. Looks like quite a decent Thanks, player. Actually. Goldberg's son. Goldberg's son. But no, it's not that far away, Dave. No, no, I mean, this, this is the point. I mean, conference is now professional. It's a professional league. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's Division 5. We were just watching uh, Wellington versus we're in Division three. in the bar. Exactly. And we were playing Tramere five years ago. Yeah. You know, we're now got to realise that another... Oh, another a chance releg- to have a go. Another relegation and... Yeah, no, this is where know, we are. This is, this is what we're about. It's my take on it so far. I mean, it's been a long while since I've been to a non-league game, um, so coming here today is, is quite interesting. It, there, there's both a, a twee pleasantness to it, yes. and there is a living death aspect to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit like, um, you know, like when you go to a really nice, well-run care home, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know you're going to die. You know you're going to die. <laughs> But they have nice flowers in your room. We, we, and they bring you a decent cup of tea. We, but we're sitting here watching a team that is playing at the highest level it's ever played at. Yeah. Right? They're doing well. There are... T- oh! oh! I'm trying to bring humour to a there are desperate... Team, there are teams situation. in the conference who are playing with stadiums that perhaps aren't quite comparable with ours. Yeah. yeah. But aren't far off it. No. Tramir Rovers... Tramier. You know, there's Grimsby. Grimsby. These, yeah, these Grimsby. are big sides. Yeah. You know, they aren't Rexham non-league the sides football. come up. These are clubs that have played morning, higher than us. Come, yeah. mm. I put the football league um, website up. You know, yeah. where you oh, yeah. check all that, and they, yeah. they you click on yeah. further down, and this is there. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so I looked at all. The, oh, yeah. I was going to the missus. Yeah, been there, been there, been there. <laughs> it's quite yeah, incredible. You might be there again, yeah. mate. Might be there again. You know, this is this is like I say, this is a. Non-league side that's gone through the the ranks yeah. and it's as high as it's ever been. Yeah. If you look at a lot of the teams in this division now, yeah. they are league sides that have dropped down and to we, it. Meanwhile, we're looking at the likes of Burton Albion, um, 
teams of that ilk in, in the football league yeah. itself. Just coming up to half time there, um, nil nil at the moment. It's been a pretty good game. I mean, it's you know, it's, it's um, both sides have had their moments going forwards. It's certainly not the worst game of football I've ever seen in my life. And as you listeners will know, I've seen a few ropey ones in recent years as well. So. Achtung. Have we got a little report of lip, lip Northern Lip? This is, this is immediately livening up the show. Uh, we, we, we're playing Gateshead, and, and Peter's just got back with a report of a little bit of Northern Lip, where he's been oh. near the ice cream van. Fucking third class tickets. I'll go over there and iron a cunt out. They're calling it on there, Peter. What was, what was it? All? I'll tell you what, they're fucking trapped, mate. They're, just, they're abusing everyone. Women and kids and everything. Really. Northern cunts. Yeah, no class. Northerners do. This yeah. No class. <laughs> Cut. <Northern laughs> We didn't talk about Mark Weaver, the central defensive partnership. Well, there was talk of him going at the end of the season. He's, 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 he's not looking beyond the end of the season. He couldn't agree it? personal terms, is what I heard. Me, if, 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 you, if you look at the way we went all through the pre-season, he had, he had two ideas. Sorry, no, no, we, we, we'd play Craig and Webster. Do, do you Nelson think he's Beavers. one of the better centre backs at the point? I, I like him. Beavers, I, 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 Beavers is the best centre back. Well, I, I, I agree. I'd rather have him in a scrap than fucking Webster. Yeah. <laughs> I think by the end of the season, Sid Nelson would be the best centre back at the club. Yeah, but, but I think yeah, Nelson, and Beavers, Nelson, Nelson looks, looks a little bit though? small. No, no. He's still quite young. No, he, he paired them up in pre season was Craig and Webster, which is. Yeah. And Nelson and Beavers. Yeah. yeah? That's how he paired them up. All through pre season, that's how they were playing. But of course, now. You know, he's had to drop Webster. Can he keep his captain? Can he drop his captain as well? Do you subscribe to all this left-footed, centre-half, right-footed? I don't. Best I, right. think, I, I think don't ever remember noticing it for years. I've never noticed it. No. I'll tell you, you what, a, a right-footed player can play left-centre-half because he'd have grown yeah, up playing it all the time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but a left-footed player playing right-centre-half, I believe it's just the way you address the ball. OK. I, I hope you're listening to this, Neil. I, I know you're tuning into the show. I hope you're listening to this. Who's the best left-back you've ever seen at Millwall? Yeah, right foot. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, but, but but there's a difference between a right footed player playing on the left and a left footed player playing on the right. I couldn't tell you whether Barry Kitchen was left footed or right footed. No, I'd guess no, right. No, could I? I'd guess But right. I wouldn't know. No, no. no and that for me, I, I don't think it matters. But 40 years ago, it didn't matter. They used, they used both ends. If you, if you remember back, <laughs> remember the year Robinson got injured um, <laughs> and we missed promotion. Craig was playing right hand side centre off and he never looked at home. That's funny. Never looked at home. No, no, no. There's half time. Half time, listeners. So they had this concept called soft segregation, which wouldn't last five minutes down at Millwall. But what that means is that when you come in, you're directed to one end for um, the gated end. But soft segregation, there is no fencing, there is no massive police presence, but you are politely directed to one end or the other, depending on your, your allegiance. We're just walking round to the bar at half time. There's a, a bloke in front of us with like a Pekingese or something like that. Paul. <laughs> It's a different world down here, mate, I tell you. I don't know if he's got a season ticket. Uh, the, the dog, I don't know if the dog pays to get in. It's deeply, deeply eccentric, I've got to say. Achtung, Mailball. I was quite well appointed. It's half time. We come around for a lager. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. 
Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombus donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, you have to have, the shutters are down bizarrely in the bar, although it's got a view of the pitch. Um, I'm imagining that's to do with licensing regulations and not being in sight of the game um, whilst drinking alcohol or some such nonsense like that. Um, but we, we've come around for a, a half-time lager. The, the, the upstairs bar, there's an upstairs and a downstairs bar here at Bromley. Very pleasant, very pleasant. I um, recommend it if you're looking for a function or if you want any kind of... Um, family uh, party or whatever um, nice little setup I'd, I'd recommend it to anyone so the game is underway listeners we, we're actually watching it on the TV in the bar at the moment so we're getting the full atmosphere of Bromley in the bar watching a bunch of TV screens 0-0 as the second half kicks off we'll be, we'll be back in June course I'm sure what I do like because I've been I've been Mickey taking a little bit out of the non-league scene it's quite a nice local feeling. You do get a sense that people know each other, that this is a, uh, a family club in the same way that Millwall can be a family club. It's, it's not a million miles away, it's just a much smaller scale, slightly twee version of it, in a sense. Well, I mean, at, at Millwall, we're all on four sides of the ground. Well, three sides of the ground. <clears throat> yeah. So, we all know each other, but how often do we bump into each other actually at the ground? Very because really. we'd arrive at different times and go in different stands and whatever. Whereas here, you're going to yeah, Everyone pretty much comes the same time, and you'll yeah. see people as you're walking around. Yeah. You know, so that's different. I mean, and you know, at Mill, you go, you, you always sit next to the same people, and you're on nodding terms and chatting terms. But couldn't you honestly tell me the names of them? You might know their first name. You might be talking to a bloke for 20 years, know his name's Dave, but haven't got a fucking clue anything more about him. So I, I bowled a question earlier on at Don, unawares, um, a little bit of an unfair but, question. But what if, what if, what if Millwall? went down the Hereford Road and died completely. What if we disappeared? Would, what would you do? Would you... I wouldn't go. Wouldn't go. I, I, I don't think I would go. I don't think I could. I don't think I could. Be dead, well, I mean, in, in terms of AFC Millwall... AFC I mean, Millwall, would, would, would you take up watching this as your regular club? Be their manager. I mean, that, that's, that's an interesting one, because to me... The reason I ask, I've written an article about it in the new magazine. Yeah. No, I mean, I, you know, it would be easy for me to stop going to Millwall and come down here now even if you think about it because a lot of what we were just talking about factor, the yeah. convenience whatever yeah. but AFC if it's still Millwall and it's the same
same people and, and it's Millwall, then it's a bit like the AFC Wimbledon and, and MK Don scenario to me. As long as it was Millwall. Unlike the clubs that that's happened to, the likes of Aldershot, Maidstone and teams like that, and Wimbledon to another extent, who the fuck lives near Millwall now? Because Millwall isn't even Millwall. Who lives near the ground at the moment? Probably 25% of our fan base. Then people, that's what I mean, you need that identity. Yeah? It's an interesting you need the identity. I think it would have to have that hook to get people still going. And it might be that suddenly Millwall's the top supported team in the Kent Suburban League, playing out of you know the new John Fisher Stadium or whatever it's going to be. I'd, I'd be disappointed if we weren't. Achtung, Millwall. Sort of the reverse to that in my mind, and what I've always said I think is the, is the future for Millwall is Millwall out in Dartford, Ebbsfleet, or, or wherever it might be. To me, that's the way the club is going to survive. I think the chairman thinks most of our fan base is out there, but I'm not so sure about that. I, 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 from what I know, I don't think there's as, there are as many out in the sticks as there you might it's imagine. It's about half and half. Oh, still, still quite a few local to the ground. So. Going back to John Berrich. <laughs> You know, taking 10 million to fuck off is his best exit route at the moment. If someone bought the club and said to Lucian Castle, we're closing down. Fucking depressing this show's going to be, isn't it? Hey, Achtung, Mailball. So it's about 10 minutes into the second half. We're still in the bar, listeners, so I don't think we've gone outside yet, but uh, no score. Bromley look like I've had a couple of attacks on the TV screen behind the bar here, but I can't really give you too much more than that, unfortunately. We'll, we'll rejoin the action outside shortly. I mean, having, having a catering where you can still watch the game for a fucking start. We stand outside a pizza hatch, listeners, just so that you know what we're talking about. Um, but you can queue up and still watch the game. You, you can't watch the game. Concourse. Get yourself a slice of pizza, it's probably passable enough. I'd, won't be the best pizza you've ever had in your life, but probably on the attack here. Yeah? 11 surging forwards, gets, the attack gets broken up. But it's quite a nice little setup in that way. Bromley attack, yeah, no, it goes nowhere. Still nil-nil. We've probably got about um, 20 minutes to go. Nothing huge to report, listeners. Another attack here. Bromley having a better of it. It's a shot on goal, nicely saved. So it's going to be a Bromley corner. Well, I say, Fusini's actually playing quite a nice style of football for Bromley. Um, main standout for me is that Bromley moved the ball quite nicely, pass it, pass it quite well, Derek, doesn't Sorry? he? Bromley pass it quite well. Oh, they try and play a bit of football. Fusini's looking point. quite useful. Fusini, I mean, I, I keep saying it, mate, he could play for us at the moment. He certainly could. Bromley's just going to go up, listeners. I don't think I'm going to win the bingo call. What was that? It was 82 minutes for the... Um, Oh, well, uh, it's about 75 minutes. I've missed out on a, on a little drink now. <laughs> I didn't see the goal. Who was see the goal? It's entrance of the Ben May. This is what we've come down here today to see. Ben May. He's going to get about, um, it's a, it's a about regular six, seven minutes. Go on, Ben! The standard of play's not been too bad, as we've said a few times during the course of this report. It's actually not been a million miles from some of the games we've seen. I think what you must say at non-league level is that if you have a decent player, he will stand out a mile. Um, that said, the, 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 the Bromley side particularly have, have impressed with their, their passing and um, their ability to work. 
Um, it's, it's not star, you know, there's no star players here, that's for sure. That said, it's certainly not been poor standard. Got me on the attack here now, they're coming down the right hand side of the penalty. It's a shot on goal. It's 2-0. That should wrap up the points for Bromley. Big win for Bromley actually today. This will be their second win of the season. Uh, yeah, I think so. Makes them 3-1 today, 2-0. Yeah, they're just aiming on staying up. You know, they're, they're above wherever they've ever been. They're aiming at staying up. And, yeah. you know, every win's... So, yeah, every win's a, an inch closer, isn't it? So, yeah. They seem to have this wrapped up now. There's about five minutes left in the game. So there we are listeners, hope you enjoyed this special edition of Achtung Millwall 54 part 2. Uh, there's going to be no show this weekend of the 12th of September as I'm away, as I've said already. Um, Achtung Millwall will return however on September the 19th or the Sunday the 20th in actual fact. So we're going to look forward to seeing you then. Thanks for listening and bye for now. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.